High Hopes Phillies Minor League Rundown. I'm Jason Springer here at Baseball Town with Jeff Cohen, following the journey of the players, chasing their dreams, and the Phillies farm system. Jeff, we are in an empty park following Redding's win today. Uh, your thoughts being out here at Baseball Town, always fun to get out to the park. These, these noon games always surprise me. Everybody's got a different opinion whether it's good to play in the morning or not play in the morning. We interviewed two of the players. The pitcher said that it's better for the pitchers to play in the morning. The batter said it's better for, better for the batters to play in the morning. But to me, the coolest part of it was, and I say this as somebody who didn't get to do this, half the schools in the area apparently brought their kids. Because right, did we there go was, to the wrong school growing up? I, I know I did because there were 6,000 kids who got to come to a minor league park and watch the Redding Fightins. And they saw a good game. The Fightins won today, 3-1. to one. Um, Jeff, your thoughts on what's going on in the Phillies minor league system? We actually saw a young guy, 22, up in the majors with the Phillies. It's great to see these guys continue to advance. And to me, it's one of the, the best things about watching minor league baseball is kind of watching the development. You see the guys kind of fade off, and then you see the guys who succeed. And every time you see a guy succeed, you feel a little more attached to him when you followed him. Your, th your thoughts on Garcia's success so far, early sample size, small, but he's come in. He hasn't looked overmatched at 22 on a big league mound. And that's what I look for when a player comes in. I'm not – I don't think he's going to be dominant or anything like that. I'm not going overboard. I'm going he's in a major league baseball game at 22 years old, and he doesn't look like he doesn't belong yet. I got my foot off the gas just kind of saying it was nice to see him succeed in his first outing and get that first outing over with. You never know how a guy's going to react, and I think you're right, but I think it's it's one outing when you're up by 10 runs, and I think getting it's more important for him to get that first major league outing out of the way and now be able to just say, I belong. Uh, you had a couple interviews earlier that we'll play on next week's show. We got to talk to Derek Hall. Um, got we to had to do to, an audible. Got to talk to Luke Left Leftwich. Yeah, traffic was fun. So. Well, we had that, and, and we had the, the pleasure of being able to speak to the guys who are the sculptors of the future of the Phillies organization. And in Josh Bonifay, who's the young gun who came into the organization as the director of player development and is now kind of getting to go around to all the different places and see all these prospects and figure out where, where they go next and what they need to do. And then seeing the old garden in Charlie Manuel, who is, who's here and has a passion for baseball that I hope to continue to have like he has, but just have like one-tenth of the knowledge. He loves baseball, but he's loved by baseball. You can see the fans that come up to him, the people who ask him to hold their baby. We asked him about that. Uh, I thought he was running for office, quite frankly. You could definitely He was kissing see. babies. He was definitely yeah. kissing babies out there. <laughs> Rather than go through the farm system yet, why don't we play Josh Bonifay's interview when we come back? We'll talk about it briefly, then we'll play Charlie's, and then we'll talk about everything. Sounds like a plan. We are here in Baseball Town at the Reading Fight and Phil's game with Director of Player Personnel, Josh Bonifay. Josh, how you doing? Doing very well. It's good to be here. It's a nice nice uh, afternoon, especially with, you know, close to 6,000 kids in the stands singing Baby Shark. So uh, It's a little different atmosphere when you, when you got the 6,000 kids doing Baby Shark. Uh, uh, I just learned something this morning from my manager about Grandma Shark and Granddaddy Shark. They do it like this, <laughs> no teeth on, on the shark, so... 
uh, you know, you learn a lot of little things in a game of baseball, especially on uh, kids' day. So. It goes to show you, though, some of the fun that you can have in minor league baseball. You oh. do those kind of things and have a, a kids' day like this. Park is crowded and got a good game going on on the field. How has your first month and a half in the system been for you going around checking everything out? It's been outstanding. Uh, you know, a lot of travel through through the org. I've hit every, uh, every, every affiliate. Um, you know, been to Extended, been to the DR. I've been here twice uh, in Lehigh Valley twice as well. So a lot of travel through the through the org, and um, you know it's really good to see our, our young prospects play. Uh, we obviously travel around to the stadium. Talk a little bit about what you're seeing with the facilities that they have here. Obviously, that's the backdrop by with your players will develop. What have you seen going around there? Um, we are. <laughs> I think we're. We're uh, ahead of a lot of other organizations in terms of facilities, in terms of uh, leadership in, in, in each of the affiliates, the GMs, the owners at, at our affiliates. They are outstanding. Um, they really take care of our players um, night in and night out. Uh, they, they bend over backwards to make sure that our players have the, the resources available and have the um, you know facilities to uh, be very successful. Last time you were at uh, Reading, we saw you out on the field with some of the players. Um, you seem like a very hands-on guy. Uh, <laughs> I would. I, I really enjoy getting out on the field. I love, um, you know, listening. I love watching our coaches teach. I love uh, listening to our our coaches and our staff members teach and uh, listen to how the conversations they develop relationships. Um, and I, I just love being involved. Um, obviously, I've been on the field the whole time. This is my first year in an office setting, and absolutely, you know, I don't think you'll ever take the the field out of me. Um, in that sense, but also you have to respect the staff and respect the jobs that they do on a day-to-day -day basis. You don't want to hinder their progress uh, with the kids and with the prospects. You want to allow them to work uh, because that's why you hire uh, the staff that you hire. So do you actually? So do you actually have an office in Citizens Bank Park? I do have an office there, and I have an office in Clearwater as well. And how much time do you spend in your office? <laughs> Is it so, decorated yet? <laughs> uh, um, it is decorated in both places. It is decorated with my daughters and my wife. Yes, 100%. Um, everywhere I go, um, I, I'm not home very often, um, and I miss my family and kids, and I love it when I walk into the office and I see their face. Speaking of your family, uh, I saw that you, you found a clever way to announce the, the, the soon-to-be fifth edition of, of the Bonifay family. Yes, Who's, whose idea was that? That's my wife's idea. Um, she okay, so she grew up uh, in in Lenore, North Carolina, um, and there's a Kilwins up in Boone, up in you know where she grew up. It's a little further north of Lenore. It's called Blowing Rock. It's a little city there, but there's a Kilwins ice cream, and she's you know always loved it. She's she, she used to go there and get Blue Moon ice cream, and it's basically cake batter vanilla ice cream with blue food coloring in it, and. Um, you know, as we've dated and hung out, she always, if we were to ever have a boy, that's the way she wanted to do it. And luckily, uh, the man upstairs allowed us the opportunity to uh, to make that happen. Well, congratulations. And, and I'm glad you answered the mystery of what the blue ice cream was. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it's awesome. Um, you know, I was happy, extremely happy. Uh, my wife's, you know, she's wanted a boy. Obviously, we have two beautiful daughters and could not be more thankful for, for them. 
um, you know, in their health and just looking for another healthy baby. All right. Well, so now now you've been to all of the parks. You've kind of gotten to know, I think, a lot of the names. Who, who are the guys that you've, at least the first trip around, that you just went, wow? Uh, all of them. I th- <laughs> I would, I don't such a, wa- that's such a dad <laughs> answer. <laughs> all of our prospects and all of our players have a unique talent, and they have, you know, obviously they're all special gifts and, and the way they – and that's why they're here. They all have the ability to make it to the big leagues, and our scouts saw certain things in them and signed them uh, for a certain reason. So I, I don't play favorites ever in terms of that, um, but wow factors in terms of our group um, – Obviously, Garcia got to, called to the big leagues. Um, he's thrown the ball extremely well. His slider is is a wipeout pitch, um, and obviously, you can see that at night. We've also, you know, uh, Irvin has done a phenomenal job. So has Davis. Davis has been up and down um, this season. Uh, a lot of our players have contributed to the big leagues in big ways already. Gosselin's playing on a on consistent basis, and he fills in. He does a phenomenal job. Gives you a great at bat. Sean Rodriguez is the same he's uh, he's huge in the clubhouse uh for for the players he has a lot of personal relationships not only with with the staff but also the players and he provides leadership even though he started in in triple a so we have we have a lot of great kids obviously you've seen left witch pitch uh, multiple times um his ability to command his fastball and then use his off speed and use his weapons has been has been outstanding uh, i don't think he's given up but two hits maybe Uh, So, you know, I mean, you look across the system. Rosso's been phenomenal. He's been a pitcher of the week, uh, you know, pitcher of the month. I mean, you look up and down the system. Alec Boehm, he's he's, uh, impressed with his ability to play third base, his ability to, um, you know, swing the bat, give you consistent ABs, and really, really strike the ball. with some uh, some velo behind it too. So. And with his hot start, you guys have already moved him up a level, and he's already performing at the next level. What have you seen out of him? Is it sort of what you expected coming in? Obviously, has the high expectations with the draft pick, but yeah, I mean, you just want to get Alec Bowman in a position to succeed. He did. Um, he hit all of the benchmarks in terms of development at that level, um, and it was exciting to watch him play, watch him go about his business. He's extremely professional. Takes a very good at bat. Um, you know, the the things he does on the bases uh, for his club in terms of dirt ball reads, going first to third. And, you know, I think he's got three bags, too, with zero called stealing. So he, he picks his times. He knows very smart. He prepares and, and does his homework uh, before each series. Each level presents different challenges for these guys. And we've tried to express that to the people who listen to our show. Is So, so do you see the same things that people talk about as a general generalities between leagues for example that Clearwater's league is a pitching league versus eastern league is more of a hitting league yeah i think each league like you said uh, presents its different challenges the the clearwater is is definitely the florida state league there's bigger ballparks the humidity is very thick the ball doesn't travel as well in some of those ballparks during the summer so it typically plays a little bigger than than any other league some fields are a little smaller those are all big league fields um, that they use for spring training sites. So uh, they're not they're not small ballparks. Um, and 
you know it's not at a higher altitude or anything like that and it's it's tough it's real thick thick air uh during the summer and um you know it is tough but a lot of young prospects start there and a lot of pitching prospects each night that i've been down there i've seen most of the starting pitchers are anywhere between 94 to 98 miles an hour with filthy break and wow. stuff so it is it is definitely a pitcher's league um and you know each each league presents itself yes and when you go there you do see that type of those types of things so uh, in generalities if if you you know if you want to call them that when you have different types of leagues and you also have different types of stadiums how, how do you judge or players how, how do you evaluate them is it analytics I mean how do you figure it out well I mean obviously you use your staff uh, first and foremost you use your staff to evaluate the players in terms of their experience and their what they've seen as, as a group. You also use your, your whole organization in terms of using player information and your analytics R&D staff as well. So you take a, a you know a holistic view and a holistic look at the player in terms of benchmarks um, that the league has in the past. So yes, you will use numbers, but you're also you're going to talk to your staff on a day-to-day basis. You know, every morning I get up, I call each manager and talk to the staff and get their opinion on our players and and, you know, we're we're very people oriented oriented organization, and you know we believe in our believe in our people and our staff, and, and their opinions matter. So we use all of them, um, from from R and D to analytics to whatever you you know player information to our staff as well. So we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you. It's a sad day in the Phillies organization with the passing of David Montgomery. Uh, your thoughts on on his passing? Incredible human incredible man um, the perfect leader for an organization um, when I walked in said hello during my interview he already knew who I was he knew my family he knew the names of my kids um, that's just the type of person he was he wanted you to feel welcome he wanted you to feel a part of it um, and the amount of people that he's touched in the game and the amount of people um, that he's uh, allowed an opportunity to be in the game is it's incredible. It is a very sad day uh, for the Phillies in terms of losing one of the best leaders ever in baseball. Well, we uh, sad note, but we'll end it on that. We always appreciate you giving us the time and look forward to getting to speak to you again. So, Jason, did you learn a lot from the interview with Josh? I could sit and watch a game with Josh Bonifay all day long. Uh, it's um, yeah, but could he watch with us? No, that's the, see, no. that's the problem. He was probably ready for me to be done the second I stuck a mic in his face. Uh, yeah, I mean, b- between him and then Charles. Charlie, who we'll get to in a minute, they really are focused on the game. They, they act nice to us, like they don't mind us sticking yes. a mic in their face. They don't, they don't swat us away. Yes. But but they are always thinking baseball. I mean, we love baseball. We we come from a different perspective. They live baseball. But, we but, love baseball. I mean, think about it. We're, we were sitting in a, in a box with Josh, and he's sitting there under the desk with a stopwatch while he's talking to us. Yes. Timing out uh, pitches and plays. and Yeah. And, and, and when we ask him what he's looking looking at we're we're thinking he's looking if a ground ball goes to the shortstop we think he's looking at how the shortstop played he's looking at the guy backing up the shortstop yeah he's looking at something totally different than we are when we talk to him next time i want to ask him what he sees in a game he's he's playing three-dimensional chess well i'm playing i'm playing checkers yeah it really it and it's impressive to see how he does it and it's impressive to see how much he loves the game and being part of it you know he talked about having to 
to offices that are apparently decorated, but he doesn't seem to spend much time no. on there because he really, I mean, we've seen him before games in the minors, and he's out there, and he's not barking orders. He's helping. Yeah. He, he's he's giving direction in a way that you could tell the players appreciate it and the coaches appreciate it. We did get to talk to him. You know, we, we like to make the show fun and happy, but it's a sad day in the Phillies organization. It is. With the passing of David Montgomery, and um, we'll have Charlie's thoughts in a second on that in our next interview, but Josh's thoughts as well. Um, your thoughts real fast on his passing and what it means to the organization. We saw them say they're going to fly the flags at half staff. They honored him with a moment of silence here before the game. I'm sure they'll do some stuff when they come back home off the road. We grew up in the, in the era, really, of, of two guys and Dave Montgomery and Bill Giles. And and Dave Montgomery is one of those guys that is, is he's he was the face of the Phillies from the front office. But more than that, he was the face of the Phillies to the community. And to me, there's no better representation of what sports the way that we look at them should be than what Dave Montgomery was and what his legend will be. Without a doubt. And I, I mean, the impact that he had on the players, um, you could see Charlie talking about that as well. Uh, he will be missed. And, and he was, you, you're right, he was the Phillies for a long time. What people knew, the All-Star game will be here because of some of his lobbying efforts. So his memory will go on long past his time here. Your thoughts before we play the Charlie interview? Anything that stuck out from you with that? On the Charlie interview? Yeah. I, I, just how much he loved baseball. I mean, re really the passion, the smile on his face as he's talking he about... He looks like a kid at his first game. I, I, I mean, it was like he's... When he said, hey, by the way, I'll go watch a high school baseball game. I'm going to watch the SEC, the ACC championship. It, he looks like he's, he's doing it for fun, but at the same time, he's hoping to find this, like, sparkling star, you know? Let, let's go to the interview and we'll talk more when we get back. We're here with Charlie Manuel at Redding's uh, Baseball Town. Charlie, thanks for joining us for a couple minutes. Yeah, you're welcome. So, Charlie, uh, what are you doing down in, in Double-A? I'm uh, I'm here to uh, I'm here through Sunday to to uh, watch our team play and uh, and look at our hitters and probably talk uh, uh, talk to our hitting coach and uh, uh, the manager and uh, and uh, you know like uh, about some of our players and just get you know and just watch them and kind of evaluate where they're at you know like and what they're what, you know their progress things like that we got some talent here you know like what I see we got some real good talent here and the thing about it is it's just got to be a little bit more consistent and that comes with playing and, and the experience in the game this is a good league for our young players like uh, Hazley Randolph uh, Moniak uh, uh, you know basically all of our all of our players and the pitchers for sure our young pitchers how much do you enjoy coming down here and and still teaching these guys oh I love I, I still love watching the game I, I like actually I like sitting in the dugout during the game last night I sat in the dugout and it was, it was a treat for me. I love it. I like everything about it. It gives me a, a chance to talk to the players, you know, during the game, the ones that are not playing, and things like that, and touch base with them. I'm big. Uh, uh, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm always been big She's on uh, having relationships with the players, and also, and I think it helps comfort, uh, uh, get them to be comfortable and you know, like tension free, you know, like when they play. How much do you enjoy getting to work with the players still? I know that was always something that you were a fan of, the development, and you get to be here in that dugout. What does that mean for you still? I think I think ever since I think why I got into baseball as a coach or a manager or an instructor is because I love to teach. 
and uh, I think it, uh, I still have that same passion. I like I like going to amateur games. I'm getting ready to go to the ACC tournament uh, 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 next week, and uh, I, you know, like and I enjoy I like high school baseball. I, I I enjoy I enjoy watching the other team play. You know, like and I uh, I get a chance to see them play, and you never know when when I think about somebody and uh, something like a trade or something comes up, I might might be able to, to remember a guy that I really like and drop his name in there and things like that. that, that, that that's all That's all part of the game. It's, that's, that's my passion for it. Are you able to go to a game and watch as a fan, or do you sit there, like Josh says, that he's analyzing everything. He's looking at right. everything that someone's doing. Right. Can you just sit back and just watch a ball game? Actually, 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 when I when I sit in the stands, I, li- I love to sit in the stands, but a lot of times, you know, like, especially when people know me, and that's good, don't get me wrong, and it makes you feel good. There's a good side of that, too, but but I'm like Josh, you know, like, I want to see the games. You know, like, when I go scouting, like, in, in uh, colleges, you know, like, uh, maybe watch the ACC tournament next week, I, I like to, Tori Ryan and I do a lot of scouting together, uh, and at times we uh, meet quite a bit, and, uh, and, and I can sit beside him, and actually we don't talk a whole lot. We watch the game, and we talk <laughs> after the game. <laughs> What's it like for that when you you wait till after the game? Are you just are you taking everything in, or do you look for something specific when you're watching a game? I asked Josh about that sort of how he watches a game differently than an ordinary fan. How do you watch it differently? Actually, actually, in like a pro ball, like minor league baseball or major leagues, uh, when I after I see a guy play, and a lot of times you know, see I get to be with the kids in spring training and also instructional league and things like that, and I have expectations of them. Or, or when we sign a guy. Like our young guys that we got here, like Moniac, Randolph, and Hazley. And I, I saw all, two, all three of those guys play. And my expectation of them, you know, like I want to see them grow. I want to see them improve. I want them to see that 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 player that in our meetings that, that we evaluated, you know, like and, and uh, actually put a high grade on him. I think that is that's very important. And I like to be very fair, you know, like and I and I definitely don't want to, to cheat the player in no respect. But at the same time, I also want want to. To be able to evaluate that kid, you know, like, and, and be right on about him. I think that's a, it's, it's almost like uh, winning a jackpot or something, you know, like, it's, it's that's what how much I like the game. When you follow these kids and, and help them out, and then they, they get the call to the big leagues, what's it like for you? Do you feel like a, like a, a father with another kid? Yeah, I'll tell you something, without a doubt, you know, like, it makes you, you, you become uh, uh, you, you actually have built that relationship, and it's grown, and it, and, and it keeps growing, you know, like as they play, and uh, you see them come to the big leagues, and 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 you're very proud of them, and 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 you and you like going and watching them even more. Then, uh, yeah, that's that's a very good feeling. We see you sitting in the stands, and people are coming over, asking to hold their babies, yeah. telling, thanking you for 2008. <laughs> you went from your do, do you realize? <laughs> obviously, people come to a lot. Do you realize the impact that you had that's on right. the fan base with what you did with your teams? Absolutely, I'm gonna tell you something. Absolutely amazing how people will come and talk to me it's just like they know me all their life and actually and I like it I like everything about it and I don't want to be rude or nothing like that uh, but because to me I'd really take it as a compliment and not only that it it, 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 it also to me that's it, what that's uh, what a fan is I mean that builds you know like that builds the game you know like and and, and they like to see people that that they enjoy talking to uh, I've always been a people's person and I, I enjoy talking I can talk about anything, really. You, you, you've been here 
for this minor league game that started at noon. How great was it to see 6,000 kids yeah. at the game? Well, that's, I think it's very good. I saw all the buses stopped outside and everything <laughs> like that. It's tremendous. I think it's unreal, really. Well, like when I went to school, I wish my uh, teachers would have took me to the We were saying game. the same thing. Our kids, kids, teachers never took us to school. <laughs> exactly. Charlie, um, we, we'll let you go. We know you have a lot of work to do. Uh, before we let you go, though, um, we just wanted to ask your thoughts on Dave Montgomery and the passing of Dave yeah. Montgomery and how he affected your life. Very big, uh, 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 very uh, sad day for me. Uh, but I, when I think of David O, I, I can't, everything that people say about him, everything you hear, and all the good things, he's every bit of that, and maybe, maybe even more. You know, like the, the things I've been hearing today is unreal. I look at him, oh, in the last five years, he's been some kind of a big-time fighter. And it's amazing how uh, he just wanted to, he wanted to come to the ballpark. He didn't want you to feel sorry for him or nothing like that. But at the same time, he'd just come to the ballpark, and he wanted to be around the people that he enjoyed and the people that worked with him are, 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 are you know, like are somebody that he had had uh, had had, uh, had what the experience of uh, working for him all those years and things like that and baseball and and uh, and he just wanted to do his routine every day that he always did and I think that uh, I think that that's what really uh, he fought and fought to the end and but he got a kick out of his his routine and the people that he loved and th things that he liked to do baseball definitely was was a big love to him but and he, but he he really loved the fans I used to I, I said to him one time I, I remember we were talking in a conversation like and it was, our conversation might not have been real happy one but I called him a fan and he said yes I'm a fan Charlie I'm a, I'm a I, I want to be a, a great fan he said but actually I want to be more I want to be a fan and I want to be more helpful to other to other people and people that I know and I, you know like and that's kind of who he was that's amazing thank you for joining us for a couple minutes Charlie and thank you for everything you've done yeah. for Philadelphia Jeff I could talk to Charlie Manuel all day that was and I enjoyed that I got to ask him if he knew what 2008 meant because for me as a fan I wasn't old enough with the 80 team and the 83 team and the other teams that they had that were, were really good I, I was a kid then I didn't remember it the 08 team was what I remembered and so I was glad I got to ask him about that it always it, it always saddens me when we finish the, the good interviews that they're ending because we could go on with them for so long. And that's how you know it's a good interview, when you really enjoy talking to the person and just say, boy, I would love to just go out to dinner with them or have a drink with them and just talk baseball. Wouldn't it be great? Uh, you would love Charlie doing that. Now, now, if I went out with Josh to have a drink, apparently we'd have to finish this conversation about Baby Shark. Because Did you expect that? No. So for for people who missed the first half of the show, please go back and listen because Josh was great. But Josh has two young daughters and he's about to have a, a, a son. And uh, we were Baby Shark was playing in the background as the game was going on because there were six thousand screaming kids here. And he pointed out that there, if you put your knuckles together, that's Grandma Shark because and Grandpa Shark because they've lost their teeth. So Jeff, you, know, you learned something you new today. Always learn something that you're completely not expecting. This is why you follow minor league baseball. It's, it's part of the game. Jeff, it, we got it's a, the fun of the game. we got about a minute left. What, what else is on your mind this week in the Phillies farm system and what's going on in the minors? The question is for me is is what's going to happen with AAA? Um, as a lot of these guys move up, some have been somewhat successful, some haven't. And the question is, is will they bring – when everybody gets healthy, let's say when Kingery gets back – 
do they send them back down or is it going to be close enough to the all-star break that you're going to start to see movement upward for example Derek Hall who is somebody we talked to today and will play in future weeks to me Derek's ready for the challenge of AAA and I think it would be great to see him move up as well as and then move Austin Listy maybe to first and then bring Jake Shiner up and put him at third there, there's so much movement that can happen by one guy being promoted Jeff will be back next week and every week as your lead into the Reading Fightings. We'll be back here. Have a great week, everybody. Talk to you later.